nigga Dom. True players, let's go. This that true player shit. We gon' make it live with Big Dom. How they gon' knock true player shit? We gon' take it farther than beyond. This that true player shit. We gon' make it live What's good, everybody? It's your man Big Dom coming live at you another True Players podcast episode. Um, this is my third live episode of the True Players podcast. So I'm doing it solo today. There's no Joey G as my co-host today. There's no Ricky Brown as my co-host today. It's just me going solo on this um podcast episode. I know it's been a minute since you guys heard from me with the podcast since the uh, pandemic went from something small to something big in a matter of uh, weeks, minutes, days. Um, but before I start my with my podcast, I'm gonna say any opinions that I have is strictly. My opinions, not of the opinion, not of the opinions of what way I work, or things like that. This is strictly my opinions about the situation at hand. I want to let you guys know it first, first and foremost about that. And also, if you want to, guys want to join in as a guest on the uh, podcast, the website's there. Uh, message me first, comment on the uh, website first to, to let me know if you're going to jump jump in. I'll bring you in. All right. So basically, we're going to talk about. I'm going to be on this on here for about an hour. Probably less than that. We're going to talk about um, COVID nineteen and the effects is, is that the effects on the country as a whole. Um, what I can say about this is that it blew up the way it blew up because of poor preparation and lack of um, seriousness in regards to the matter. Everyone's in there. There's, there was people high up top. The executive of the country is pointing fingers at everybody else. That's not going to solve the problem. This, what's going to solve the problem is, is you taking action and get off your stupid ass, immature, boyish ways and actually be a chief executive of this country. You're asking governors to kiss your ass to get to get equipment. If they don't kiss your ass, they're not going to get equipment. I, I'm on the I'm, I'm on the front lines. I'm in the health field. I have a lot of my colleagues are in the health field: doctors, nurses, pra- nurse practitioners. PCA, CNAs, housekeeping, secretaries that work in the hospitals. We need equipment. We ain't got time for this little petty bullshit. We put our lives on the line to save people. And you act there, up there, act like not, you're not taking you're still not taking it seriously. Up until this up until now, you're still not taking it seriously. I call it petty executive. He doesn't even deserve a number, if you ask me. So it's a situation. It's a very tough situation. I'm like I said. I'm on the front lines. I work in a medical facility. The things that I've seen, even though it's in a smaller scale than what is what what it is in other hospitals in the area that I am. I'm in New York. It's small scale, but still a scale nevertheless. I looked at an um, article today on LinkedIn. It was about at least people. It's 492 people dying in New York daily now. I have to verify that, but that's what I've seen on a LinkedIn article. You got trucks, refrigerated trucks outside the hospitals because there's not enough spaces in the morgues to take care of these people, to um take them to remove the uh, people who are expired. That's a sad situation. And it all started, I mean, you can make point blame at anything you want. You can point the blame at anybody you want. The fact of the matter is the situation is here. And how are we? What are we going to do to, to 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 decrease the curve? Bring the curve back down to zero. What are we going to do as a, as a um, country? What are we going to do as a people? 
more than ever, you know, we have to come together as a, as a, as a country, as people. This virus is not racist. So we need to have that same mentality as well to beat this as well. If you're not willing to do that, then what's your purpose as a human being? What's the purpose? You know, I've seen I've, I've, it's, it's a scary thought knowing that you could, you could be locked in your house. You can't live life the way you live life. This is supposed to be a country, the land of the free and the home of the brave, but yet everyone's locked in their house because of a virus. Whether or not you want to call it, I mean, there's some people out there saying it's conspiracy theorists or conspiracy theories and all that stuff like that. I'm going to break one rule in my True Players podcast, how we keep it real and keep it gully. I am not going to answer that question right now at this time. I'm going to break that rule for once. That's not going, that's not to say I'm going to, I'm not going to break it later, but for now, in the interest of health and safety for all involved in trying to help people heal, get better, I'm going to hold off on saying anything in regards to that until you never know. I make next podcast. I may say some next podcast about it. But right now, it's all about you know support my fellow colleagues in the medical field, support my colleagues all through the medical field, support support the delivery guys that's still delivering our packages, not knowing if it's been contaminated with the um, virus, the postal service members, all the essential workers that still have to work to keep this country uh, moving somewhat normal, but this is not a normal for us. And like I said, early in the podcast, it's all because lack of preparation, deliberate negligence on, on, on certain, by certain people in government, certain people in the uh, professional sports, Rudy Gobert, raise your hand. You can't have this lack. You can't think. Uh, the problem is we, we, we live in a country that think nothing could happen to us. We have this special thing that nothing could happen to us. And shit's been happening to us. I was like, I was raised by parents who were raised in Haiti. Since the time they were born, they were taught to raise with a head on their swivel. Keep your head moving. Keep your eyes open. Because anything can happen at any second, any time of day, anything can happen. That's the way I'm gonna thank God I have prep the parents that I had to talk me to think the same way. Never take anything for granted. Never believe your privilege because you know the person the, the, the person that gave us life, God Himself, gave us the privilege to live life. Right? But he could also take that privilege away. So keep it, when you think of when you see that, think about that for a second. Take that and digest that for a second. We're all here for a purpose, by the same token, that purpose can be taken away from us at any given moment. This virus is, has shut down the NBA. This virus had has delayed the, the beginning of the Major League Baseball season. It even shut down the Olympics. That's supposed to happen later this year. Olympics, the Olympics is, is going to start in 2021. People are holed up inside homes instead of enjoying life. And like I said, it could have been avoided. I wouldn't say that the virus could have could not have been avoided, but if we had better better preparation, 
better game plan, it wouldn't have the, the spike of the um the curve wouldn't be so so elevating as just as you could say. My father told my father told me one thing. My father told me one thing when I was growing up. Prevent shit from getting bigger. He was always big on preventive preventive measures. It's easier to clean a drop of milk than a, than a whole gallon of milk that had been spilled on the floor. And guess what? This virus came in and just spilled everything all over the floor. ASAP. Medical medical professionals working without personal protective equipment. We need that. We need that if we're going to save lives properly. And then and keep us safe as well. You know. We need that. We, there's no time to sit there and act like, a, act like a fool on TV. We all know who that is. And I, and I want I to say something about the people who are posting stuff, still posting stuff about Obama, President Obama. Obama has not, been, has not been in office since 2016. Leave that man the fuck alone. He's not responsible for this situation. Stop posting up posts about swine fucking flu, which killed about 286,000 people. He at least he had an idea how to solve solve the problem. Why don't you come up? Why don't you go on? Instead of putting putting up posting bullshit on Facebook, why don't you go go and post post your true things about Barack Obama that you hate him because he was a black president? How about you just do that? Well, Barack Obama is the former president. Has not been in office since twenty sixteen. Keep his name out your mouth. This is not his baby. That's all I'm saying about that situation. You know, like I said, shout out to my fellow healthcare healthcare workers. Keep pushing, keep fighting through this um, to this period that we're going through together. Keep fighting. Uh, maintain also, you know, we deal, with, you know, we deal with patients who are very impatient and things like that. Just maintain your righteousness. Don't let the negative thoughts creep into your minds. I know that's very hard to do. No, it's very hard to do. I understand that. But keep just keep remaining righteous because God places us in a position to help people, help people and heal people, and save lives. We just have to keep maintain that same mentality throughout this crisis, and with the grace of God, we all pull pull through this healthy. You know. On that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over to the sports side. And, you know, there's a lot of news about sports. You know, I haven't spoken about sports in a minute. Been, um, so basically, we're gonna talk about you know. The big news in the NFL is Tom Brady leaving the Patriots to go to the Bucks. I did not see him going to the Bucks. I, I thought he was going to go to the Chargers, go to LA, spend time with um, Giselle, but he wanted to stay on the, on the West, on the East Coast. But keep in mind one thing: he's going to a great team. He's going to a team that's loaded with talent on that offensive side of the of, of, offensive side of the football in the Bucks. He got Doug Evans. He got OJ Howard. I believe there's another receiver there that's very good as well. I mean, he got some weapons. Um, he got he got a running game. He got an okay defense over there in Tampa Bay. I, I see I see that um, just Pierre Paul had resigned with the uh, with the Bucks. Uh, I believe I totally believe that's a, a Tom Brady uh, 
Tom Brady uh, influenced resigning there. He wants Jace Pierre Paul said, "Oh shoot, I'm going with a six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. I'm going with him right now. I'm going with him right now." And also, um, Cam Newton was was officially released from the Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater was signed to a three-year, sixty million dollar contract. You know the writing was on the wall. Ron Rivera was not there, so they're going to move on to a different direction with um, Cam Newton. Matt Rule's there. He got his quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, and go from there. But the thing that shocked me was the trade of um, DeAndre Hopkins to the uh, to the Cardinals for David Johnson. Now, guys, you know, please look at the comments. If you want to join the podcast or be a, be a voice, you definitely either comment or hit click on that um, the link. But let me go back to DeAndre Hopkins getting traded for David Johnson and and a, and a few draft picks. What is Bill O'Brien doing with that trade? The two-way Deshaun Watson's best weapon. What are you doing? Are you, this is a team that's been in the playoffs two, three years in a row. Took away his best weapon with a, for a running back who's been injured all the time. All the time. I, I can't remember the last time David Johnson played a full season, to be honest with you. And um, also, let me see. Dante Fowler signed with the Falcons. Another guy I thought the Jets. I mean, I'm gonna speak about that a little later with the Jets. Guys, the Jets, the Jets missed on. I thought they would have been would have been a great help to the team. Um, Todd Gurley was released by the um, Rams. Salary cap situation ends up with the Falcons as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Clays Clays Campbell also was traded to the Ravens. For a, for a fifth round pick, you know, like I said, I'm gonna talk about all these, and how it affects the Jets directly with certain certain plays that was traded away. Um, Teddy Bridgewater signs a three years, three million dollar contract with the with the Panthers. Briefly, Nick Foles was traded to the um, to the Bears. He's gonna be starting there. Mitchell Trubisky starting days is over over there. So, what can you do? The thing that bothers me is, too, the Dak Prescott still has not been signed by the Cowboys. What's going on with the Cowboys right now? What are they thinking? They got signed this man because they need a quarterback. There's not too many quarterbacks out there. Unless you want to go for an injured uh, Cam Newton with the bad arm, which I think he's going to go to the Redskins. Um, Jameis Winston still out, still available, you know? So yeah, a lot a lot of big moves going on here. But um, I meant to have this this podcast a little bit longer. But um, I'm not gonna cut it short though. But I'm not gonna go through every transaction there of the NFL, but big ones. Melvin Gordon gets cut by the by the uh, Chargers, ends up with the Broncos. Ag Bouye gets gets straight from the um, from the Jaguars. Who else? Marcus Mariota signs as has signs as a backup to the Oakland to the Vegas Raiders, as well as also Jason Wynn, Jason Wynn signs with the Raiders as well. And um, let's go. Let's get to the Jets. I'm, I'm not going to talk about other teams. I'm a Jet fan. Fuck all the teams. <laughs> the Jets made some moves. I like I like the moves Joe Douglas has made so far. Um, he's getting depth in the offensive line. They signed a few people: Josh Andrews, George Fant. 
Alex Lewis was re-signed. Connor McGovern was, was signed to a contract all based on the need of the Jets, handling the first need that they need. Also, Greg Van Wooten was signed as well. Um, Joe is um, really focusing on the offensive line through free agency, through um, decent deals. He's not burning the salary cap. He's not, you know, equitable spending, what I call it. Not spending too much. Because the the he he's working on that big that big free agent deal, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't sign a big free agent for big money. Um. This year, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So still, still we still need an edge rusher. We still need a wide receiver. I know we signed Bashar Bashar Perriman. I mean, decent signing, a one year deal, but let's see what happens. Low risk, high reward is what is what I call it. But we'll see what happens when it comes to that. And also, but we still need an edge rusher. But I'd like to ask you guys a question, though. Fellow Jets fans, fellow Jets fans, would you uh, consider going after Jadavion Clowney right now? He's the only, he's still, he's still the big pass rusher, still left on in the free agent market. Would you consider him? Because, um, like I said, um, Dante Fowler signed with the Falcons. That's a, that's a guy that we could have definitely used. Um, one of the guys could use it. Could have used a Calais Campbell as well for the line as well. And we didn't get none, none of those guys. AJ Bouye was another guy we could use as a cornerback. We didn't sign him either. So. Where do you think Joe Douglas is going to go in the, in, the, in the draft right now? Where should he go? My opinion is he got so much depth on the offensive line. If there's a can't miss, can't miss offensive lineman that's, still on, that's on your draft board at 11, then draft him. If the, if the offensive, offensive lineman is not on your draft board, high on your draft board, go for a receiver. My choice is Jerry Judy and C.D. Lamb. Um. But this 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 draft is also deep with receivers as well as offensive linemen. So you, whatever whatever the Jets can can choose, um, it's a no it's a no lose situation for them. They go offensive line or receiver. And um, let me see, I, mean, I have the Giants on here too. We're gonna talk about the Giants as well. I'm to my uh, Giants team. Yep. So, yeah, this is basically what it is with the NFL right now. Just giving you guys something different to talk about. I know you guys have been bombarded with the CNN and all the COVID news and things like that. I understand it. We have to watch it. We have to find out what's going on. But by the same time, it is depressing, the amount of death, deaths that's happening. Because of this virus. But like I said, we got to be strong. And... um We'll get we'll get through this like we get through everything else. So, whatever you do, whatever whether you whether you pray, you you preach your spirituality and things like that. Definitely, do whatever it takes to help you get through this this period. It is it is it is a tough period, and we're not out out of the woods yet. Not out of the woods yet. Yeah. Okay, I found my giant situation. Oh, hold on, guys. I found it. 
Yep. So the Jazz made some moves as well. They signed a running back, Deion Lewis, signed a few linebackers, and signed um, Colt McCoy as a backup quarterback to uh, Daniel Jones. And they franchised Leonard Williams. I don't know why they did that. You know, he didn't. Do, he wasn't worth that. The, the franchise tag for him is going to be like sixteen million for one year. Where they going with that? That's a lot of money to give to a guy who's, you know, he's a decent player. He's not a great player. $60 million for great players. In my opinion. And also, I'm going to speak about um, Robbie Anderson signing with the Panthers. He goes with his his um, old coach, Matt Rule. A lot of Jeff France was crying about it. Oh, we should have signed this guy. Robbie Anderson is not worth $10 million per year receiver. He's a num he's a number in my opinion, he's number three at best, a low end number two receiver. He's not a number one receiver. I mean, granted, he improved his route running, became more, more than a one-trick pony with a deep, deep threat, but he's not worth 10 million. Like I said, um, I seen posts about they were crying, people crying on the um, New York Jets post on Facebook talking about, oh, we, we lost a great player. Robbie Anson is not even in the in the is not even in the league of Wayne Corbett, Keyshawn Johnson, Wesley Walker, Altoon, even Braylon Edwards. He's not even on that level. He's just a zygo compared to those guys. Trust me. One trick pony, and he and he's trouble off the field as well. You want to sign a guy like that? Guy like that? Nah, not for me. Not for me. Till he keep that, he could carry out and pay him that ten million dollars. So my question to you guys is when does the NBA come back to the court? When does Major League Baseball start? When does it start? Like I said, the situation is, is, is a very tough situation in this country. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, the fact of the matter is, most importantly, I forgot to mention early in the podcast is that, listen, People are not listening out there in these streets. Social distancing means six feet, six feet apart from each other. Why was it that I was in I was in Walmart um, a few days ago, and this lady was literally in my back online. I looked at her, she just looked at me and just kept on being in my back. So I tried to step forward from her. She goes right in my back again. I'm like, come on. Do you understand social distancing? And watch her be the first one in the hospital looking to get treated right away. Watch. Watch. Failure to listen. You know, when, when, when are people going to listen about social distancing? When? You're going you're gonna to wait till the National Guard to enforce it? We don't want that. We don't want that type of situation in this country. It's not, it's not a situation that we're used to. And... Um, we don't want that. So do you, do you guys do yourself a favor and just maintain social distancing. I know I broke the rule, but that was a special reason. And it was before I went crazy because my aunt passed away uh, two and a half weeks ago. And we did a little, little service for her before it went, before this virus, the curve went extremely skyrocket, skyrocketed. But, you know, I, that was a one-time deal. That's that. Feel me? So... Now, how how does a how does COVID virus you know 
affect people who, who are non-essential workers, people who work in restaurants, who are waitresses, busboys, things like that? How's that affect them? What are you guys doing about that? How many, how many, how many, how many of you guys are non-essential employees? How many, many of you are waitresses or um, busboys and other 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 jobs that that you that you can't work at home from? How's that affecting you? How do you guys feel about the stimulus um, package that they have for us for us twelve hundred dollars a month for people below? Um, people below $75,000 a year. <clears throat> Is that enough to cover your rent? Is that enough to cover your, your groceries and things like that? You got to ask yourself these questions and, th and think think about it real hard. Is that going to help you? <clears throat> stock market, the, stock, the effects of the stock market, how many people have 401ks, 403bs? Did you check them recently? I know I checked mine. Check mine yesterday. As a matter of fact, I lost about 18%. So, um, some people are losing up to 35, 30 to 35% in their 401ks. Are you guys protected against those type of losses? Could ask yourself this question. What what would what what can you do to, to prevent any more losses from your 401k or 403b? You know, I can I can help you with that if you like. Just Send me an info. Send me an info. We'll talk about it. Inbox me on True Place Podcast. <clears throat> we can help with you. I, me and my partners can help you with that. This shit is real out here, guys. Shit is real. Governor Cuomo. I gotta give. I gotta give a big shout out to Governor Cuomo and um, the governor of New Jersey. We're doing providing steady steady leadership through this um, pandemic. I forgot to mention them earlier in the podcast. I was so focused on the pettiness of um, the petty executive in DC. Um, shout out to Governor Cuomo. Shout out to um, the governor of New Jersey, being straight with straight with the citizens, not being political, being straight with us, like as if they're human beings as well. You know, sometimes politicians have to speak to the citizens like as if they're idiots and stuff like that. It's good to have refreshing leadership that tells you straight, no bullshit. Um, granted, they can't tell you everything, but you know, they tell you everything, most things. And I appreciate their leadership in, in this process, which I'm, you know, I'm, you know, as a New Yorker, I'm comfortable having that type of leadership in front of me. Um, like I said, they open up, uh, they open up a uh, Javis Center is about to accommodate two thousand. There's going to be 2,000 beds in Jenkins Javits Center to accommodate the overflow of hospitals. The hospitals are overflowing like no other. We may not have, we don't have enough ventilators, let alone, you know, space to accommodate ICU patients. We have to get this pandemic under control right now. Not tomorrow. Not when someone kisses my ass to do it. We need to get get in control right now. Truth be told. Otherwise, all of us will be lost to this, and we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. 
a few a few um places where they're having is Jav- the Javis Center. Um SUNY Old Westbury is providing um makeshift hospitals there. Um I wouldn't be surprised if um if Hempstead, you know, they they move move all those people out of the assisted living that, that out of that assisted living that used to be a hospital, move them out of there and then turn that into a hospital all, all over again to come to to get relief, get some bed more beds to treat patients. I wouldn't be surprised. At this point, we gotta save all the lives we can. You know. Any guys, anybody interested in working from home, um, looking for the two to get to get extra income, holler at me, inbox me. I can help with that. Um, all you guys gotta do is inbox me, talk. There's not the time to think about any uh I understand there's some things going on here, some bullshit that scams that's going on. This is not a scam, it's about Providing, providing our knowledge to you, um, give an opportunity to make some income while sharing the same knowledge that I could share with you to other families as well. Because truth be told, the top 5% of the wealthy, they're good. They're good right now. Don't you want to know why they're good right now? You gotta come talk to me. Got to inbox me. Truth be told, they're good. And we're not. And guess who's going to foot the bill for all this? All of us, not them. Remember that. So come holler at me to find out how to, to, to know how you could, you know, be like, save money like they save money. Tax advantages and things like that. Holler at me. You know? You know, we got we to gotta, we gotta be a union. We, we, in this country, we got to be unified now. This is not a game. This is not a game. You know? So, like I said, you can listen to this podcast on um, Anchor, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Joey G Radio. Um, soon to be on Pandora. We're still working on some kinks in regards to that. We'll be on, hopefully, to be on Pandora soon. But like I said, I wish you guys peace, health, and just remember to follow directions. Social distancing is the key. Wash your hands. Keep your hands away from your face. Keep washing your hands. That's the best thing. If you have a tickle in your throat that you want to cough, Get some warm water, warm water, put some salt in it and gargle that bad boy. I guarantee you, it'll, it'll, it'll take that, take it away. Even you got post nasal drip, take care of that. Take all your anti-immune um, delicacies, teas, vitamins, all that fun stuff. Do that as well. We gotta, we gotta make it through. The only way, only like I said, only way we're gonna make it through is if we do it together. All right. So any any issues, feedback, comments, definitely hit me up on my True Players podcast page. Search for the True Players podcast page. Like my page. Um, like I said, if you guys need help, if you guys are, are don't have a job right now or looking for, you know, you need more money than the stimulus package that that um, 
that they're providing us, definitely give me a holler, inbox me. You know, we'll talk about what we can do to help you. All right, this is your man Big Don. I'm going to sign up on this podcast. Peace, y'all. Till next time. I'm, uh, next time, we'll speak more about the COVID virus, but I have my co-host with my two co-hosts with me on the podcast. That'll probably be on Sunday, probably tomorrow. Tomorrow, but don't 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 hold me to it. But I'm gonna sign up on this podcast. Any comments, complaints, feedback, I'll stay on for a little bit. But otherwise, I'm gonna sign off. So I'm gonna stay on for a little bit. All right, y'all. Once again, it's your man Big Down. I'm signing off. I'll you tomorrow. Peace.